God of refuge, be my Savior. God of everlasting good, you alone have satisfied me more than water, more than food, more than any tempting promise man made gods cannot fulfill. Weak and frail, they rust and perish, while our God sustains us still. Your saints reveal your glory, they inspire my heart's delight, bringing forth their testimony, shining in their Savior's light. See the sorrows yet increasing of the God alone deserves unceasing praises He alone can see. heart's direction, granting wisdom through the night, giving strength, imparting blessing, God shall guide me in the right. This is why my heart rejoices, gladness Welcome to these, the ninth of our online Sunday morning reflections. It's great to have you with us. 
whether you're somebody who normally worships with us in the Old Kirk or whether you're somebody who's just tuning in for this time, it really is good to have you with us. And I hope and I pray that you are blessed by your time sharing with us this morning and that you sense something of God's love, God's peace and God's blessing upon you. This past week has been Christian Aid Week and we would normally have met after worship today for a big breakfast in the hall to raise vital funds for the work of Christian Aid as it seeks to work for justice and to end poverty all across our world. This morning we will be focusing on the work of Christian Aid during our time together. In Paul's first letter to the Corinthians in chapter 12, he talks about all of the different parts of the body, the feet, the hands, the mouth, the eyes, and how each one has a very distinct part to play and how each one of those parts contributes to the whole. And in 1 Corinthians 12, 26, Paul writes, if one part suffers, every part suffers. It's so easy in these lockdown days to become self-absorbed, to live in our own wee bubble. But let's remember that we are part of a global community much has been made during this time of loving our neighbours, those who live in our streets or our town. But let's not forget that we are neighbours near and far who are going through this coronavirus pandemic together. May our shared experiences unite us in praise and prayer as one human family, separate but together in the home that is God's world. And so, as we would do in church at this time, I invite you to join in the words which will appear on the screen. Our gathering words. God of all the earth, be present with us now in each of our homes as we connect together. Build us into a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to you through Jesus Christ, our risen Redeemer and Healer. Amen. Let's hear the music of Let Us Build a House Where All Can Dwell, as Joan plays for us.
know, one of the things that many of us do at the moment is wash our hands, and we seem to do it an awful lot. Uh, if I've been out in the garden, I come in and wash my hands. If I've been to the shop, I come in and I wash my hands. If I've been out doing something uh, to do with my job, I come in and I wash my hands. It's something that most of us now are, it's becoming second nature to us. And so how many times this morning have you washed your hands? Maybe it will depend on whether you're watching with us uh, kind of live as we do on a Sunday morning, then you might not have washed your hands that many times. But if it's later on in the day, then you may have washed your hands quite a fair bit. So why not comment in the section uh, below if you're watching with us on Facebook and let us know how many times today you've washed your hands. In our Bibles, hand washing is something which has huge significance. It's often associated with innocence and with a sense of cleansing from sin. And so as we come now to a time of confession, I'm actually going to invite you to go and if you can, take your device to a sink, somewhere where there's running water, uh, if you can. If not, if your device is plugged into the wall or if it's too big to transport or sit somewhere next to a sink safely, then please don't do that. But what you could do is go and get a bowl of water, uh, a towel and some soap and bring it to wherever your device is. You can pause this while you do that and then come back and join us again after that. But I invite you to go and to find some water, uh, some soap and a towel as Jamie leads us in a time of prayer. Let's pray. As we turn on the tap, we turn our hearts towards you, O God. As we wet our hands, renew our thoughts so we might be transformed. As we lather soap between fingers and all over all our hands, purge from us all that brings us harm and might bring harm to others. Remove the invisible guilt and shame that so often keeps us from you. As we rinse our hands, we trust in your overflowing grace, making all things new. Amen. Thank you, Jamie. Our usual, lock, our usual slot of people sharing their lockdown stories will return again next week. We're not going to do it this week just because we're focusing today on the work of Christian Aid. If you would like to contribute to our lockdown story slot, if you want to film um, how you're spending your days during lockdown or if you've got something maybe that you've been learning or something that you want to share with us that's been meaningful to you during this time of lockdown or something that's helped you or encouraged you, then please get in touch. Uh, you can either email me or you can contact me through Facebook, whichever is easiest for you, or lift up the phone and, and tell me that you would love to share your lockdown stories with us. I'm sure and I've heard over the weeks that it's been a great encouragement to people to see one another and to hear how we're spending our time during lockdown. I'm going to invite uh, Ruth now to read for us. Our reading this week comes from Psalm 31. And as Ruth reads the words, just allow them to soak into you, uh, to, to, to seep in, uh, listen to them, and 
maybe one or two of them or a phrase or an image just resonates with you or, or speaks to you as we hear it today. And so if it does hold on to that, perhaps God is some, trying to speak to you or tell you something, um, or maybe something is just quite poignant and touching for you just now. And so hang on to that. But let's listen together as Ruth reads, um, leads our reading for us this morning. Today's lesson is taken from Psalm 31, a prayer of trust in God. I come to you, Lord, for protection. Never let me be defeated. You are a righteous God. Save me, I pray. Hear me. Save me now. Be my refuge to protect me and my defence to save me. You are my refuge and defence. Guide me and lead me as you have promised. Keep me safe from the trap that has been set for me. Shelter me from danger. I place myself in your care. You will save me, Lord. You are a faithful God. You hate those who worship false gods, but I trust in you. I will be glad and rejoice because of your constant love. You see my suffering, you know my trouble. You have let my enemies capture me. You have given me freedom to go where I wish. Be merciful to me, Lord, for I am in trouble. My eyes are tired from so much crying. I'm completely worn out and I'm exhausted by sorrow and weeping has shortened my life. I am weak from all my troubles, even my bones are wasting away. All my enemies, and especially my neighbours, treat me with contempt. Those who know me are afraid of me. When they see me in the street, they run away. Everyone has forgotten me as though I were dead. I am like something thrown away. I hear my enemies whispering. Terror is all around me. They are making plans against me, plotting to kill me. But my trust is in you, O Lord. You are my God. I am always in your care. Save me from my enemies, for those who persecute me. Look on your servant with kindness. Save me in your constant love. I call to you, Lord. Don't let me be disgraced. May the wicked be disgraced. May they go silently down to the world of the dead. Silence those liars, all the proud and arrogant who speak with contempt about righteous men. How wonderful are the good things you keep for those who honour you. Everyone knows how good you are, how securely you protect those who trust you. You hide them in the safety of your presence, from the plots of men. In a safe shelter you hide them, from the insults of their enemies. Praise the Lord! How wonderfully he showed his love for me when I was surrounded and attacked. I was afraid and thought that he had driven me out of his presence. But he heard my cry when I called to him for help. Love the Lord, all his faithful people. The Lord protects the faithful, but punishes the proud as they deserve. Be strong, be courageous, all you that hope in the Lord. Thanks be to God for his reading. So what were the words or phrases that jumped out at you then? What, find, what did you find helpful or difficult in the, the, the reading? What was it that resonated with you during these days in particular? Feel free to comment again in the comment section below. If you're watching this on Facebook, I'm sure it will be a great encouragement to others to read what everyone is saying. Now, I don't know about you, 
But I found a lot in that passage, in that psalm, that resonated with me. The emotions expressed of grief and lament, which will have been familiar to many of us during the ups and downs of these lockdown days, along with the comfort and hope expressed in those final words at the end of the psalm, urging us to be strong and to take heart, all those who hope in the Lord. As we wait on the Lord for strength and courage, things which at times these days seem so difficult to summon. I wonder if it was the image of God as a fortress that struck you or resonated with you. Often we think of a fortress as something which repels and keeps things out. But it also offers shelter and sanctuary to those who seek refuge within its walls. And in these days, when we're seeking refuge inside of our homes, perhaps that image of God as a fortress, shielding and protecting the psalmist seeking shelter and deliverance from that which is hidden and invisible, but which threatens, is an image that I'm sure resonates with many of us. Perhaps it was these words that struck you from verse 5. Into your hands I commit my spirit. Words that were repeated a couple of times throughout the psalm. And familiar to us, to many of us, as the words which Jesus uttered in his dying moments on the cross. And in these days of uncertainty and suffering, perhaps we find those words particularly poignant and resonant as we think again of people that we know or that we've loved who again and again have committed loved ones into God's hands and eternal keeping in ways which a short while ago we would never have been able to imagine as they do it in the absence of family and friends who would have comforted them and held them in normal times. In these lockdown days, the encouragement has been again and again to love our neighbour and to show that love in very basic and practical ways. And in verse 11, the psalmist references his neighbours. Perhaps it's that that resonated with you. But let's pause for a moment and think about that. How have we viewed our neighbours in recent weeks? Some have found it easy to make others of our distant neighbours blaming others for causing and carrying this virus. Some have judged neighbours, accusing them of panic buying while not quite understanding the fears which motivated it. Some, through no fault of their own, have contracted the virus and have become objects of dread to their neighbours and even in some cases to their family or closest friends. Being a good neighbour and exploring what it means to love our neighbour has always been at the core of Christian aid, particularly encouraging us to be good global neighbours to one another. And so today, asking ourselves what it means to extend the love that never fails to our neighbours near and far has never been more important. One image which flows all of the way through that psalm I think might be particularly resonant and poignant in these days. The sense of hands. 
in these days when our hands and the hands of others have become something of a threat, and when many are no longer experiencing the reassuring touch of a hand on a shoulder, or can no longer be comforted by the embrace of a hug, the psalmist again and again commits himself into God's hands. Such is his faith and his trust in God. And so perhaps today, in these days where it feels as though we wash our hands, as we've said, more carefully and more often than ever before, we can pray to God to hold in his care, in his hands, all of those whom we have in the past held hands with, those whom we've carried, those whom we've hugged. Not all in our world, though, share the experience of the refuge and safety of home. Not all have known the love conveyed by physical touch or physical embrace. Not all know the luxury of being able to turn on a tap and being able to wash their hands. And it's those, the most vulnerable and marginalised in our world, that Christian aid exists to help. So that all, all of us, near and far, in the four corners, which seems an odd phrase to say, of our round spherical world, might know what it is to be loved by God and to have life in abundance. It's not rocket science to work out that the world's poorest are the most vulnerable in this crisis, with less access to healthcare, less able to weather the economic impact. And Christian Aid has stood with these people, with these communities for the last 75 years and stands alongside of them now during this crisis and beyond. And now, more than ever, Christian Aid still needs your help. And you can give either through the e-envelope on our Facebook page, which we'll share again after worship, or by going to Christian Aid's website. And I encourage you to do that. Let's hear Florence's story. My name is Florence Mbone Mudiani. I live happily and love singing all of the time. I make sure I live happily and if anyone disappoints me, I walk away and start singing. The water was so far away, I could only use it for cooking and washing. My husband and I got pregnant while I was in school and we got married. We were blessed with four children. 
after my husband died, I tried to keep strong. I was feeling as if I had been left alone in this world. But God helped me, and now I have gained strength. I am highly motivated, especially since the dam was constructed. I have worked in community gardening. I've also managed to keep chickens and livestock. Any extra vegetables I'm able to sell for additional money. I am thankful to the people in the UK. God keep them well and continue to bless them. I pray for peace for my children and I pray for it to rain. Look at your hands. Go on, look at them. Actually, have a look at them. However your hands look to you, they are most certainly clean in these days of regular hand washing, which help to prevent spreading the coronavirus. Our hands really are the most remarkable and useful of tools involved in so much of what we do and of how we do things, even in these days of social distancing. The psalmist writes of committing his spirit into God's hands and at times of being in God's hands. He also describes his desire to be delivered from the hands of his oppressors and from a hidden invisible net that threatens to entangle him. Our hands have become even more significant in these days of physical distance. It might seem that our hands feel empty as we long to hold the hand of a person we can no longer touch. And so we pray for the hands of medics to bring healing and comfort. We are grateful for hands stacking shelves in our, our supermarkets, for those delivering groceries either to our supermarkets or to our loved ones, and our post. 
and we are extra wary of everything our hands touch that comes into from outside of our home. This Christian Aid Week, we also think of how our hands can be far from idle. Though not handing out envelopes or hosting big breakfasts or the many things that we usually busy ourselves with in this week, our hands can still reach out virtually to our neighbours around our world. Neighbours in refugee camps, neighbours living in cramped conditions, neighbours without adequate hand washing facilities, neighbours who face the devastating impact of coronavirus with even less of the medical resources we have struggled to access here. And we can reach out by clasping our hands together in prayer for our neighbours and holding our hands open before God as we declare our needs and concerns for, the, for their well-being and for our own. And so I'm going to invite Shona now to lead us in prayer. Our prayer this morning has activities and periods of silence, so I will tell you what to do at various points throughout the prayer. Let us pray. God, our refuge, we come to you with open hands, some of us with hearts full of questions, some of us bruised by bereavement, some of us fearful of what the future holds, all of us stunned by the events of this year. Draw close to us now in each of our homes as we place our honest questions and hopes into your open, resurrected, yet scarred hands. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. With the honesty of the psalmist, the wrestling questions of Job and the lament of the prophets, we bring to you our questions or our silence. Hold your index finger and in the silence, ask the question that most burdens your heart or simply sit in the silence before God. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Hear the cry of our hearts, Lord, silent and aloud, for the bereaved neighbours near and far. Comfort those pained by being absent and hold close those who are hurting alone. Hold your ring finger and pray for comfort for those you know who are bereaved or simply sit in the silence before God. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In this season of Easter, renew us with the resurrection hope that while weeping lingers in this night, joy will come in the morning. Hold your middle finger and in the silence tell God what you're most looking forward to in the future or simply sit in the silence before God. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. On this Christian Aid Week Sunday, 
We pray for and with communities across the world who are the most vulnerable to coronavirus. We pray for people living in refugee camps and city slums with limited sanitation facilities who are unable to wash their hands regularly and have little opportunity to isolate from others. We pray for Christian aid partners working to provide soap and buckets, communicating clear, accurate information, raising the voices of the most vulnerable and ensuring they are kept as safe as possible. Hold your thumb as you pray for the most vulnerable, those closest to God's heart, or simply sit in the silence before God. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For those of us who are self-isolating, which can sometimes feel like we aren't doing anything, remind us that we are all doing our part and saving lives by staying at home. Hold your little finger and ask God for what you need or simply sit in the silence before God. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for much wisdom and resources for those in local and national authority, for all frontline and key workers here in Britain, Ireland and across the world. Put your hands together and pray for the many frontline workers and volunteers and for Christian aid partners working to help others across the world or simply sit in the silence before God. As we have clapped to honour them, we clap our hands now in praise of your glorious creation and with the hope that the first shoots of another possible world are coming into view. Clap your hands in praise of God's glorious creation and with the hope of new possibilities for the world. God, in your mercy, hear all our prayers. Amen. Thank you, Shona. And thank you again for watching. We've come to the end of our time together. And I hope that this time not only has helped you think about um, the work of Christian Aid, but has also inspired you to think of what it means to be a neighbour in these times. And also that you've had time to commit into the hands of God, the things that are pressing in your life. All that's left for me now to do is to wish you Godspeed and we'll end with a blessing. As we go offline and wash our hands again, may the presence of the Creator refresh you. May the comfort of the Son renew you. May the inspiration of the Spirit restore you to be love 
in action, even from a distance, in our neighbourhoods near and far, this day and forevermore. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit rest upon you, remain with you and inspire you today and all of your tomorrows until we meet again and beyond. Amen. Giving strength, imparting blessing, God shall guide me. I shall not be lost to death.